When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. If you live a life like Jay, where you have no issue with material things, oh my you, 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 you refuse all material things, he lives a life of a monk. So it's not as important for Jay. Very sparse, very few things in his house. Yes. He swore in a, in a, a vow of poverty. Minimalist. That, that it's not as important. But for the rest of us, you need renter's insurance. <laughs> what is wrong with you? We spend way too much time you. I together. I, I, we spend way I, too much time together. Right. All right. Oh, man. Does Tom Brady have enough of a supporting cast now <laughs> with his offensive line all beat up? Marpet retires. By the way, as a Giants fan, the fact that I suffered through the end of Jerry Reese's term and then all of Gettleman, where they swore no one could figure out how to get an offensive line. Shaq Mason went for a fifth-round pick. I never want to hear how hard it is to get offensive linemen. So they did a good job replacing Marpet when he retired. Shaq Mason, pretty fifth-round pick, a great job. But they've got increasingly, they, they, you know, the center now, Jensen, is carted off. Tom Brady, I know as a Giants fan, Jay knows as a Giants fan, Harry, when the Giants beat him in the Super Bowl both times, not just was it miracle Eli Manning stuff, and the defensive ends, all the pass rushers get the credit, but the key to both of those wins – the pressure in the middle. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady needs a pocket to step up into when he doesn't have it. Not the same guy. Does he have enough of a supporting cast to win the Super Bowl, Harry? I think I think he does. Uh, when you look at the center position, listen, Ryan Jensen losing him, but not losing him for the entire season. He'll be back at some point, and especially the playoff run that we know the Bucks are probably going to be on. So you're not going to miss him for the entire season. Uh, for a good portion, yes, you are going to miss him. But Robert Hainsey. Um, he's going to have to pick up that slack. I think a third-round pick out of um, Notre Dame, if I'm not, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's going to have to play a vital, vital role. And I think early on in training camp, if they see, because they have the defensive line to test, to test Robert early. We have the hogs. We have the guys up front. Put, them, put him through adverse situations and see if he can handle it. If they can't handle it, you got a guy named J.C. Treader who, who the Cleveland Browns uh, who anchored that offensive line was to sit in with them. They let him go this, this offseason. Uh, try to take your chances there. Um, but the, the money thing has to work out because you do have Jensen coming back. But when I look at the skill position players, you look at Mike Evans, they just signed uh, Julio Jones, Russell Gates. They have Cameron Brake, Kyle Rudolph. You have playoff Lenny coming back in the backfield. You also have that guy at center, I mean, that quarterback named Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. We call him the GOAT. You look at the two tackle positions, and listen, I was, I was nervous yesterday because I heard a lot of people saying, hey, it's some news down there in Tampa again. And Tristan Wirfs has just been carted off the field. But it was just from the heat and cramps uh, of whatnot. So that's not going to be serious. But when I look at Tampa's defense, when they made they, their Super Bowl run, I think this defense that they have right now is similar to that. You mm-hmm. look at the addition of Akeem Hicks, who I think is the nastiest, uh, most, one of the most physical defense alignment in the game. Vita Vea, you see a guy get his tooth knocked out. He's smiling about it on the sideline. I don't know what the hell that's about, but I don't want no parts of that. You talk about William Ghoston, Joe Tryon, a young guy they drafted in the first round a few years ago. He's going to be better. Uh, Shaq Barrett. Um, uh, you also look at the, the linebacker tandem. And Levante David and Devin White 
one of the best in the National Football League. But here's, here's the key for me, the secondary. The secondary was decimated and depleted last year through the injury. They added Logan Ryan, who was the, one of the smartest football players that I ever played with. All the years that he played with the New England Patriots, he played a big role in the Tennessee Titans and Dean P system when they went to the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs before losing to them. Uh, you also have Antoine Winfield Jr. We all know his history and his father and the role he's played with the Minnesota Vikings over the years. Uh, you have J- uh, Jamel Dean, Carton Davis, Sean Murphy Buntling, uh, Mike Edwards, and Keanu Neal. Another guy that I think the player that they need to watch out for uh, opposing teams defensively, uh, a thumper, a hitter, a guy that can cover athletic tight ends, and a guy that you can actually put at linebacker depth and play that position as well. So when I look at this defense and I look at the versatility of it, I think they can be the same as they were, as they were when they won the Super Bowl back in 2020. Not worried about the defense for all the reasons you just mentioned. Not as worried about the skill position players. The one thing I do start getting worried about now for a guy who has had relatively a very healthy career, injury to a 45-year-old quarterback. Yeah, You talk about that O-line having some issues, and I know it'll be tested by that defense every day, but I do often wonder about Tom Brady stepping up in the pocket, getting hit the wrong way at 45 years old. And if you ever got a chance to spend time around Tom, like I, I know like the physical condition, like most people you could tell when they're younger, like they're built. Like the the frame is built to take income, like inbound. You start hits, losing right? bone density you as you do, get older. Man. Yeah. And you see him now, like the lean, the leanness of it. And I know that helps him age wise and T B twelve and all that stuff that he's doing. I mean, get hit the wrong way. Like you know, Your I, I bones know bones literally get more brittle. I, know, as Max, you get older. I know we we joke around like with this being the anniversary of all that stuff, but like you I really start wondering, like, that takes the wrong hit from a blind side. Like, that's, that's tough. I think one of the things that they're actually going to do, when you look at Tom Brady, you look throughout his career, he wants to get the football out of his out hands early. quick. Early. I think they're going to have to do that um, because you don't want him sitting back and holding the football because, remember, he tore his ACL like that way. Yeah. Somebody coming up the middle and, and you know. Is that 2008? That, was that, two that was 2000 and. Nine, I want to say. It's the only time he really Kansas ever missed City, in his right? career. His knee got Matt, rolled Yeah, on. and Matt Castle uh, took over. For, took that's over. when Matt Castle yeah. had that season. And they won they 10 paid. games. They won 11 overall. But Castle won 10 games that year. Um, by the way, just because I, I, I looked it up, because I, when you brought up Shaq Barrett, mm-hmm. my favorite little factoid about the Bucks right now, mm-hmm. uh, Greg Allman from The Athletic, who covers the Bucks for The Athletic, had it when they when they traded for Shaq Mason. Um. So Shaq Mason is an offensive guard, yep. and Shaq Barrett already on the team, a pass rusher, both named not only after Shaquille O'Neal, but also after Hakeem Olajuwon, both of them. It's, it's uh, Shaq Mason is Shaquille Olajuwon Mason, and Shaq Barrett is Shaquille Akeem Barrett, because they used to call him Akeem Olajuwon when he first got in the league. They didn't put the H in front of it at first. <laughs> both of them named for the same two dudes, both on the same teams, as, as on either sides of the ball. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? Ironic and it's insane. So he does have enough of a supporting cast to win, though? Like, I think Godwin he gets back healthy. Yep. That's a big thing. We talk about the depleted uh, Cowboys receiving receivers room, but... You know, uh, last year you looked at them and you said, damn, they got three tight ends. Don't forget, they drafted a tight end. What's his name? Who just, they just. O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard Went to, uh, was Buffalo. like supposed to be a generational tight end, right? They had Brait. Yep. They had Gronk. Mm-hmm. Three tight ends at a very high level. 
They had three receivers that are very – Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin with Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, you could argue that Antonio Brown was the best receiver on the team. Mike Evans or Chris Godwin was your worst receiver out of three, maybe. That was crazy. A.B.'s gone. Godwin's hurt. Gronk is retired for now. How O.J. Howard's gone. Not that he was a great pass catcher, but still, like – they don't have a lot of targets now like they used to. But I, I will tell you, Max, a guy that they signed this offseason named Russell Gage, the mm-hmm. way he maneuvers getting off of press coverage at the line of scrimmage, he's an explosive guy. He's a guy that can cut on the dime. He's a guy that Tom Brady, I can see Tom Brady falling in love with. Mm. Because, I mean, he, he coming, into the, coming into the NFL uh, draft, and I can't remember if he was drafted or not, or was he a free agent? But Russell Gage provided something for Atlanta uh, coming out of LSU. And LSU, you know the history with them and wide receivers. But the way he plays the game, he plays the game that Tom Brady likes. Uh, beat your man one-on-one. Can you win one-on-one? But at the top of the routes, can you sink your hips in one cut and get out of it? Mm. He does all those things. And I think he adds an explosive option to this passing game for Tom Brady as well. Speaking of Brady, the NFL notified the Miami Dolphins on Tuesday that the team would be stripped of its 2023 first-round pick, among other disciplinary measures. By the way, nothing happened to Brady. Notice that he's wasn't he on the if the boat if Stephen Ross is on a boat with Brady, isn't Brady also on the boat? No repercussions. Um, violations of league policies relating to the integrity of the game. So Stephen Ross has to give up a first-round pick in 2023. Following a six-month investigation, the league found the Dolphins, primarily team owner Stephen Ross and vice chairman limited partner Bruce Beal, violated the anti-tampering policy on three occasions from 2019 to 22 in conversations with quarterback Tom Brady and the agent for then New Orleans Saints coach Sean Payton. In addition to the first-round pick, the Dolphins will also forfeit their 2024 third-round selection. So, biggest takeaway from this ruling? Look, I asked Diana Rossini, is this simply you get pulled over for speeding in the passing lane and you're like, but I'm in the flow of traffic. I know I was doing 80. Everyone was doing 80. And you, you just happen to be the guy who got caught? Or is everyone doing 80 but you're doing 95? Right? Like, whatever's going on, you are an outlier. And Diana said that, no, she didn't say out, we didn't use the word outlier, but that's, that's what you know, I took it to mean. This is nothing that she's heard about before, something like this, in her years covering the league. This is an outlier in terms of this kind of cheating. And so, like, look, they caught him, and, and Jay, what do you think? A first-round pick, is that enough? Uh, to me, it's just a bad look overall. It's, 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 and I, I know people are probably going to be able to compartmentalize it, Harry. You, you look at, hey, the, the conversation with Brian Flores – then, you know, and people can always give it a counter argument. Well, players always talk about how to team up together all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's different when it comes from an owner while you're engaging with two active participants of other teams, an active head coach and an active player for another team. So for me, the, the combination of both, I think, is just a horrible look. And it feels like, it's, I mean, what, $1.5 million fine? It's nothing to, to it's a NFL nothing. Owner. That's nothing. And the thing that got me too, Jay, is that I think he's only suspended uh, until October 17th. Like, let's do a whole year. Why are we picking October 17th? Why, why is that the date? Why not just say an, an entire year? Because in my eyes, what, the, what he did is, is cheating. Um, but you look at a guy like Calvin Ridley who got a year for, for a $1,500 bet. 
Like, it, it doesn't add up to me. But when you look at this entire thing and you look at Stephen Ross, when Tom Brady's with the Patriots, he was trying to lure him. When Tom Brady was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was trying to do the same thing. And then mm-hmm. Sean Payton. So, uh, obviously, he was desperate. But I, I at least thought he should have been suspended an entire year. But it just it often feels sometimes with the NFL, like, I, I, I have no clue how to kind of rationalize the way they are thinking as a league. Well, because it doesn't make a lot of it, it nothing doesn't makes make sense. sense, right? So, like, something happens, and in my brain, I'm like, all right, like, Ben Roethlisberger got the amount of games he got for one woman, right? 26 games, and they reduced it to four. To four. You got, you know, 25 women, sexual allegations, and it's the same. I, I would never have thought that. Calvin Ridley for $1,500 gets suspended for the whole – wait, what? Yep. Like, how does that – I just never know what side or angle of attack it's coming from because it never makes sense. And I, and I do understand now that with the CBA that's now constructed, you do have Sue L. Robinson, who's going to be the arbitrator. It, it, uh, go, moving forward with the NFL when it comes to dis, uh, disciplinary actions, uh, in the past it was Roger Goodell who did it. I, listen, we understand that. We're just saying, like, it doesn't make sense, period. Like, when you look at all the cases, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up to, to any of us. I would say this. The NFL is obviously more invested in an owner than it is in a player. In fact, the one doing the investing is the owner. He's, 130, he's 132. He's 132nd owner of the entire league, right? Got, he's, got a, he's got a more or less a 3% stake in the entire league. And so when you find that, yes, in fact, he said the thing to Brian Flores, I'll give you $100,000 for every game you lose, but that it was not meant to be taken seriously, to me, the way that reads, the way that lands in, on my ear is, yeah, he said it. We choose to interpret it this way, because if we interpreted it any other way, we'd have to take his team away. And that is a big, big big fight I, not just with him but with other owners how do you how do you interpret that as sarcastic how do you come to that qualification well because, i don't because, know because what their I, process was I know, I, that's, well that's, after that's, saying we're going to prioritize prioritize it i, I the think draft well that's overwins. right the context is they were tanking yes prioritizing the draft can only mean you're tanking in other words the more losses you have the higher your draft pick it is directly proportional or inversely, sorry, not it is inversely proportional to wins. Fewer wins you have, more higher draft pick. It's directly proportional to losses. So if you say you're prioritizing the draft, that means you are trying to lose. Even if it, even if it was claimed to be sarcastic, if you understand anything about Brian Flores and the person he is, yeah, it, that is, he is a very serious dude. I've sat with Brian Flores. I've talked to him. Like there's element when he's with his very inner crew where it's easy and laid back. But for the most part, like, even if he has a relationship with you, like, he's taking things seriously. Yeah. Like, there's he's not be trying no, to get through the day. There's going to be he's no him, part of Brian Flores that is going to yeah. interpret that as sarcasm when that's coming from the owner of your organization. But I don't even think, if you're Stephen Ross, Jay, I don't even think you have to do it that way. You don't have to if do you it that want, way. If you want to tank and lose games, you know what you tell your GM and your head coach? Hey, takes, I don't want such and such starting. I don't want them playing. This is who I want playing. I think there's I, a way. I think there's a way to proposition somebody, and this goes for many different kinds of propositions. And why would that where proposition you can ever do come it, from you as an owner? Where, you get other 100%. people to do that for you. Where you can do it 
as dressed up in sarcasm to the point where they don't have to take it seriously so you have cover. But if they do take it seriously, so, you can have a conversation. Max, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity. Yeah. I'm Brian Flores. You're Stephen Ross. Okay. Okay? All right. Drop it to me in sarcasm. Yeah, we, boy, we really need uh, – we just need that franchise quarterback still. And the only way to get it is the top of the draft nowadays. Man, I would – I give you a hundred grand to lose every game, Brian. And he gave you lose, I give you a hundred grand. It's, boy, it's worth it to me. How oh, is that sarcastic? <laughs> Even you trying to make it sarcastic. Hard to. Like you, you – I, I don't want like – I've gone through this in my brain. I'm like, how can you ever interpret that as sarcasm? Not so only that, especially when, given Brian Flores' salary, which is not at the top of the market, a hundred grand seems to be the sweet spot where an owner might think, I'm negotiating a price per game. I'll give him an extra 1.7 million max, but like that's a big percentage of his salary. He didn't say a million dollars a game. He said a million would be sarcastic, right? I'll give you $10 million a game would be sarcastic. A hundred grand is two on the nose. It's too on the nose to be sarcastic. Max, it's the walk fact in the park, to me man. that Stephen Ross got saved because Brian Flores didn't go through with it. Yep. Brian, basically, Brian Flores saved his ass in, in so many words. Because he, he had integrity. He didn't go through with it. The, the whole thing about the lack of minority coaches, the whole story about Brian Flores and the way he's represented himself, what he's done with that organization, getting them back to being credible, even in the midst of that, mm-hmm. having a comeback year. Like it, it's such a – that's why I said I don't know how to view the NFL anymore. We were asking on first take early in Brian Flores' first season as coach, is this the worst team in the history of the NFL? They were, they, they were the, one of the worst teams we've ever seen. By the end of that season, they went on a run. That means they never quit on their coach. Mm-hmm. He is a guy who gets men to play together – and play for him and for each other, that's the only way that you go from questions about is this the worst team of all time to a run by the end of that year. He's a winning coach. He gets the most out of his players, and he lost his job. And the NFL's investigation found that his what he said happened in fact happened, but their interpretation of it they chose to be the same as the owner's interpretation. Shocking. That's shocking. Big bank. I mean, look, I, I, I hold firm in my stance. I think he should be. That was sarcasm, by the way. Shocking. Yeah. Yes, good. I, I hold firm in my sarcasm stance. I think he should be stripped from his team. But once again, I recognize this big business. And NFL is not going to let it happen. Mel in New Jersey, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Harry Douglas in for Key today, ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. Good morning. So What's first up, thing i like to say, man, you guys have a great show. Y'all have yes, a great yes. mixture of comedy, but also provide great information on the sports and the topic. And um, we are not in the in studio, man. I'll be missing y'all. We're waiting for y'all to come back. And I, I play the podcast all the time. You know what I'm saying? I, I listen to the whole four hours again because I'm in the car driving or whatever. It's mostly talking so about me, first. Jay. But go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> and secondly, man, right? Saturday got to be the best day of the week because, you know, Friday, you well, Monday to Friday, you're working. Friday, you get ready to go where you got to get to on Saturday. You wake up and you have the whole day to yourself, you know, to just enjoy Sunday. Yeah, you recuperate, relax, and get ready for the week on Monday. Tell him, baby. Oh, no. He's saying Saturday. Saturday. He's saying Saturday is one. Relax. I'm okay with Relax, Jay. Harry and I are on the same page. <laughs> are you? I'm okay with Friday or Saturday. <laughs> okay. I'm cool with It's your absurd Sunday. Yeah, Sunday absurd? Is, Sunday is unbelievable, you, Max. I can't again, believe for people who would prefer Friday. Uh, okay. The one thing I did overlook is you get to stay up late on Friday without paying for it. 
Sunday you stay up late, you pay for it. So if you really value a night out, I get it. But I get to sleep in on a Sunday plus have the whole day to do what I want. But do you that, get to sleep in on a Sunday? Because you yeah. have to watch NFL games. Yeah, but it's not on the West Coast. NFL doesn't start till 1 p.m. Oh, okay. But you don't watch the shows leading up to the NFL games? No, a lot of, well, yes, but oh, Harry, sleeping in for me, if I can sleep until <laughs> 9 a.m., that's so sleeping in. I still catch I'm all so the shows. deeply and rooted into it. Sleeping until 6 a.m. is like sleeping until 9 a.m. No, 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 but <laughs> nowadays, now, because you have really little kids, once your youngest is like seven, you could say, listen, Mira, when you wake up, <laughs> Just wait to get into bed with daddy, right? Like, just give me a – let me sleep till at least this time, right? So you're right. 9 o'clock is crazy. But if, I, I could, if, I, if it's 7.30 and I'm getting out of bed, I'm a king of the world. Listen, it's crazy to me because, like, I wake up early to when it's still dark outside. And you know how they play those shows on ESPN? I can't remember what's the name of it, where they're breaking down actually matchups and stuff like that. I'm the guy that's up early watching those things on Sundays. Doug in Montana wants to talk about Wednesday. Go ahead, Doug. <laughs> Whoa. Well, as, as thanks, guys. As a uh, restaurant owner, um, we're closed six days a year. And so uh, there's uh, only one day of the week that uh, could be my uh, my day off. Well, I say that in uh, air quotes, of course. Um, that's Wednesdays. And so Wednesdays have always been our favorite day off um, for the past uh, quite some time. And then yeah, depending on uh, your job, turns out this, uh, depending on what you may, yeah. how you make a living will de- I, I, determine. I, I, but so Wednesday is your day off. In other words, personal preference. Wednesday you really like. Tuesday night, I'm sure you feel good about Wednesday. But do you dislike Wednesday because Thursday you have to go back to work? Because Jay says you should dislike Wednesday well, right. I, because the I, next you should for, like Tuesday better than Wednesday. I, I'll let him answer this. Yes. I think it's important. Yes. But as somebody like, who has participated in a restaurant, yes. your, your, your Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and even what we've done now Sundays, they are slammed. Mm-hmm. I am, we are dead tired. As someone who waited tables, when, I could tell you the same thing. I actually was a bartender, and I did wait tables for a second. Actually, I did it here in New York City after I got hurt. I worked at McDonald's growing up. So, so. I mean... <laughs> But I'm saying, like, are Tuesdays, is he still there with us, guys? Because I'm curious, Tuesday night when it comes around, I guarantee you he is looking forward. But not as much as he's happy on Wednesday. I guarantee you on Wednesday night he's like, all right, I got to I'm not myself deni- Jay, up. there's no denying that, just like Sunday night. But, but what he is he telling just, you. No, 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 no. You don't have to tell me what he's telling me. He's on the phone. No, he's, is he still on the phone? Yes, he's on the phone. Okay, let's hear Yep. Him. How do you feel about that? Tuesday nights are great. Tuesday nights are great. Wednesdays are my favorite and least oh. favorite. You know, the first half of Wednesday is great. Right. Um, you know, it starts rolling around. Got to go back to work on Thursday. You know, it's one of those mixed feelings ones. Sure. You know? But so and how? But so, overall, how would you rate Wednesday versus Tuesday? Because Jay's claim is well, that Friday is better than – first he said Saturday. It, now he's saying Sunday. It's not, but it's, he, wait, it's not yeah. fair. Because what, what time does your restaurant close down on Tuesday? What time are you guys clocking out? Well, I get to leave a little bit earlier than most. And so I, I go in really early in the morning, so I get out mid-afternoon most days. Ooh. And so um, when we close, isn't quite as relevant. Um, Sundays were always kind of nice because we closed at 6. Otherwise, we closed at 8. Yeah. Um, the schedule you know, of restaurants but, different. Uh, a little bit different. Yeah. Hours they put in. Are, man, cheers to you, man. The hours you put in a restaurant to manage that or run that daily. That's a that's a it's, real grind. It is a grind. It's a grind. It's, it's, and then, by the way, restaurant located? By the way, the next day you just got to do it all again. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And heading to Gol- Dolphins camp, by the way, to continue this conversation about what went wrong for the go- Dolphins. Golfins? after For the Golfins, yes. They're, they're golfins? golfins. Are you thinking golf? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Juan Soto was traded to the San Diego Padres. The superstar 23-year-old left-handed slugger has a 427 career on base percentage. That is the second highest on-base percentage of any player in baseball history through their age 23 season. Who's number one? Ted Williams, who's considered, until Barry Bonds' forehead tripled in size, Ted Williams was considered the second greatest hitter ever to Babe Ruth, and it was close. Jacob deGrom made his first major league start in over a year last night. The two-time Cy Young winner, Picked up right where he left off, going five innings, giving up just three hits and one earned run while striking out six. The Mets lost to the Nationals 5-1. to one. And Hall of Fame broadcaster Vin Scully passed away Tuesday night. The longest tenured broadcaster with a single team in pro sports history. Vin Scully served as the voice of the Dodgers for 67 years. He called three perfect games, 20 no-hitters, and six Dodgers World Series championships. Vin, Vin Scully was 94 years old. Still too young. Sports Center is brought to you by Nature Valley. Nature Valley is giving away back-to-school gear for free at the Retalk Shop on TikTok. Show how you reduce, reuse, or recycle with hashtag Retalk for Nature. And you can be served the code unlocking one free item while supplies last. Terms and conditions apply. Now time for another Camp Confidential on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the Miami Dolphins. And we have Marcel Louis-Jacques with us, ESPN Dolphins reporter. Good morning, Marcel. What, was, what, what, do you, what do you think about all the news that came out yesterday about the Dolphins, Tom Brady, Sean Payton, and, and Stephen Ross in the forfeiture of the first-round pick? Yeah, good morning, Max. Thanks for having me on. And, I mean, the first thought is, is just, wow. You know, you almost have to take a second to kind of appreciate the, the magnitude of it all and, and the scope of it all. But uh, – I mean, basically, the, the Dolphins got penalized for attempting to tamper and not succeeding, which is, I mean, I guess a little embarrassing. But uh, if you're if you're Mike McDaniel, if you're you're Chris Greer, assuming Chris Greer didn't have anything to to do with the illegal communications, you have to be a little bit frustrated about not being kept in the loop here. And uh, you know, this was if if you go back to Brian Flores' lawsuit that he filed back. In February, he alleged that Stephen Ross wanted him to tank in that 2019 season. And for Stephen Ross to release a statement yesterday saying that, you know, the league cleared them of any tanking charges and, and proved Flores' allegations to be erroneous and false and da 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 da, it, that's not exactly true. <laughs> 
to be honest, I, I'm not sure how the league found how this investigation didn't find Miami guilty of tampering, considering it corroborated basically everything Flores' lawsuit said. Yeah, and that was my next question, Marcel, for you. How do you think the lead actually handled the entire situation? I, again, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the conclusion of this investigation. Uh, obviously, they had plenty of evidence to find them guilty of, of tampering. And, you know, the forfeiture of a first-round pick, I think, is it, – it, it was – I think they're trying to set a precedent. Since this was a, as Goodell said, unprecedented situation, I, I think they wanted to kind of establish a, a clear and firm punishment for such activity. But, I mean, the league also found that Stephen Ross made it clear he believed that their 2020 draft position should take priority over winning games. Uh, there are multiple recollections – and accounts of him making the $100,000 offer to Brian Flores to lose games, but the league concluded that the offer wasn't meant to be taken seriously. I, I just don't, I don't understand how you could, like in Brian Flores' situation, if you're the head coach and your boss, your team owner, makes comments about wanting to prioritize draft position, makes jokes about offering you $100,000 to lose, is asking you to, you know, is... is pursuing, excuse me, a high-profile quarterback, you know, outside the the lines of what is allowed in the NFL, what other conclusion are you supposed to come to other than my boss wants me to lose games? So I'm not sure how the league found, how this investigation found essentially everything Flores said to be true, but it still said they weren't tanking. It doesn't really make sense to me. So can I ask you, like, and maybe I'm too harsh, because I, I honestly, I, I – I, I kind of flirt with the stripping him from an ownership position. I feel like he's got he, he's gotten a, a slap barely on the wrist here. And, and Max and I tried to, uh, you know, workshop this whole sarcasm about how, how do you sarcastically say to somebody, oh, I'll give you $100,000. Like, who would ever interpret that as sarcasm? And if you know anything about Brian Flores, who is a very serious, work-like individual – why do you ever think he would interpret that as sarcasm? Yeah, Brian Flores don't play like that. And so at, at the best-case scenario, Stephen Ross has no idea who his head coach is as a, as a person. Worst-case scenario, he's, he's trying to, you know, reverse psychology, mind-warp him into, into tanking. So I, it, was, it was an awful scenario for Flores to be in and for him to have documented complaints in writing uh, for the league to be able to pull – and again, still not find the team guilty of what Flores was accusing him of doing. It, it, it is a little, it is a, a little mind-boggling. As for Ross's punishment, I think that maybe more severe punishment would be levied if they actually succeeded at either thing that they were trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like if they actually got. Yeah, I want to ask you, Marcel, about two. Yeah, your, your phone was breaking up a little bit. I want to ask you about Tua and how he's been progressing in doing a training camp so far with his new weapons. Uh, we, we've seen a, a confident, a calm Tua, a, a sure of himself Tua. You, you're not seeing any panicking throws. I mean, there's a pass rush, obviously, but he, you know, even as the pocket collapses, you don't see him just fling that ball into the first receiver that he can find. He is, uh, you know, he is reading defenses before the snap. And uh, I, I think that I think this works. I've said it before 
that uh, he's not going to be asked to be a superhero here. He's not going to be asked to be Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have to be Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, where the entire team is riding on his shoulders. That's what they got all these weapons for. That's what they got Tyreek Hill for. You know, that's why they signed Reggie Mostert and Chase Edmonds. Uh, Mike McDaniel, first-year head coach, he's big on yards after the catch. Yak, yak, yak. It's his favorite word now. And he is going to, just based on what I've seen, and I can only say so much about this scheme uh, because the team rules on, on reporting, but he's doing a lot to scheme players open and generate open spaces for these 4-3, 40 guys to run. I think it's going to be an exciting offense once they kind of figure out what they're doing, and it becomes second nature. But Tua's had a strong camp so far, and he's not afraid to throw the deep ball. That one's important. You know, a lot of criticism regarding his arm strength and his willingness and ability to throw it deep. He's slanging that thing this season. Marcel Luis Jacques, thank you very much. As always, ESPN Dolphins reporter. Good stuff. Appreciate it. Yep, thanks for having me, guys. That was Dolphins Camp Confidential. Finally, we're going to settle the debate. The GOAT day of the week. Not really GOAT greatest of all time day of the week, just the best day of the week. Not everything has to be GOAT greatest of all time. It's just the best day of the week. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Wait until you hear what one of our insiders says about a two-time all-star looking for a Supermax. You guys already have a Supermax. Here I am. Huh? No good? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So I got to tell you guys something. Um, I was um, at Jordan Cornette's golf outing. It was a charity for his brother, Joel Cornette, who played basketball at Notre Dame. Uh, I'm sorry, Butler passed away from myocarditis. And um, it was an event. Charles Barkley was there. Uh, Mike Golick Jr. was there. Robbie Humble, Carlos Boozer was there. It, it was a really, it was a really good time. And uh, I found myself at the event, Harry, going to the bathroom. You know, you go into the urinal, go to the bathroom. You know, all the guys are in there. Everybody's coming up the golf course. Everybody's kind of like talking. You know, like locker room talk, right? Mm-hmm. And there's an older guy, maybe about mid seventies max, 
Mm-hmm. He's next to me at the next urinal over. You know, he's like, hey, man, you delivered one hell of a speech. That was great. Listening to you and Charles Barkley do a podcast with Jordan Sinchley. It's really fun. So I tell you, you're an inspiration. I'm like, thank you so much, man. Cool. You know, like talking over you know, a little barrier in between. And my man, without hesitation, zips up, <laughs> takes his right hand. He's a righty and slaps me on the back. No. Of my shirt and says, you are one hell of a guy. The what? dirty DP hands? Oh, no! And it, it, it has, like, the genuine smile to him where he's like, ah, and walks out and just walks right out of the bathroom. And, and the what? other guy at the other urinal is looking at me like, oh, God. <laughs> that, that and a, they look did he disgust. wash his hands when he No, looked? no. He just oh, no! Out the door. And, Max, the feeling I had. With the dirty, my back, I just leaned over. No wonder you always have COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know how to react. I just started, he left the door, I just went like this. Ah! Ah! Like when you see that scene in a sitcom and you're like, yeah, but people don't, no, actually people really do that. Why would he do that? I don't know, and he was so nice. I've just been violated. (laughs) Why? It's like the bum bum lip. You know, like Kevin Hart oh, yes. with the bum bum lip? Hit you with the bum bum lip. I was like, no. I was no. so angry. And I wanted to find him, but he was so nice. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to engage. Yeah, because he's well-intentioned, just unself-aware. And then I wanted to wash yeah. the back of my I, I only had one shirt. I tried to go to the pro shop. Pro shop was closed. Can't get anything. I'm, just, I'm wearing here's, that. here's another level to that. Like, I don't like people talking to me while I'm peeing either. Yeah, but it's just I know. Thing. I don't care, Jay. I don't like people talking to me while I'm peeing in the restroom. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Better yet, you touch me with your pee-pee hands. If you're doing it on the side of the highway, that's different. They can talk to you then, but not in the restroom. <laughs> I'm just saying. It just Where else should you be? I've yeah. just been violated. You ever see it where slow-mo, he just took it. It was like, boom, boom, oh, boom. You nasty. back just caved in. The was ah, it more ah, than one pat? Didn't even wash his hands, you dirty dog. No, not only that, but every, pats, time, every, time I, every time I'm online, I'm seeing monkey pox and, oh, and, and ah, polio no. and, and, and everything is going around now. The pee-pee hands. All right, yuck. we're back in 10 seconds. Disgusting. G. Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ooh, tell them, Lord. Tell them. Never would have made it. Sing it. Without <laughs> you, I would have lost it all. But now I see how you were there for me. And now I say... Now, don't be the pastor that leaves church with a with a fifty thousand dollar chain on driving around the Bentley. Mm. Oh, no, don't do that. Do people mm. not see that? 
Oh, they, like with the mega churches and everything, story, and people get they, up and the pastor's a billionaire or something. Come on, at a certain point. I'm not having that conversation, Max. Ooh, I'm not having that conversation. One. Is it really? It's not deep. The people that people, the taboo subjects that people don't want to touch, they're actually not deep. They're well, very obvious. I will say that the, there also are pastors, though, that have other things going on. I mean, can I tell you, though, too? I mean, have you been, I mean, have, have you been to the Vatican? Have you seen the Vatican? Well, now we're getting into. By the way, I, I, what, what do you want? You want to go down the road? We're going down the road. Actually, the second, the second biggest landowner outside of the state of go. New York in New York City, I believe, is Columbia University, and second to the Vatican. Okay. Yeah. I'm stronger. Mm-hmm. I'm wiser. At least that was true 20 years ago. I have, you know, that's a stat from 20 years ago. Go there. The um, Saturday, clearly. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. What's the GOAT day of the week? 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. Kobe in North Carolina, what you got? North Carolina. Mr. Douglas, good morning, sir. Good morning. Mr. Williams, good morning, and I feel for you. Good morning, I feel sir. for you. Having to be horrified, I'm horrified with you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Mr. Kellerman, yeah. I got one thing to say to you. Go ahead. And that is, just got paid <laughs> Friday night. Just got paid. Friday night. Feeling right. You got your money and you can go out at night. Fri- the case for Friday is, the, Friday is the one that no one made until looking now. forward to the weekend. Nope. Thank nope. You. At the it's looking Friday forward thing, nope. You get to go out at night and not pay for it the next morning because you can sleep it off. That's the argument for Friday. It's the anticipation of it all, Max. Knowing that it's about to go down. It's going down. Right. Friday you like night. it. You like the feeling of it's about to go down better than it's going down. No, I That means you're doing it wrong. No, it is going down. I like the anticipation and the fact that it goes down. Kind of like yeah, your y'all imagination living nowadays. Talking about it's going down. Your imagination, oh, is, no, what, your imagination down? about what you think is going to happen is better than your reality. Jumping but if off you like your things? reality, then you like a Sunday better than a Friday. No, it, my anticipation and my reality are the same. They're the same. It's Friday. Well, then, the then why don't you like Sunday? Because my reality is I'm going back into work. No, your reality is that's. Do you know the difference between the present and the future? The present on a Sunday, you're not at work. Max. You know, Max, Monday I start yelling know, at you. Sunday you know, I'm not yelling you know at you. I, do you know when I go to bed Thursday night, I'm like, oh, the weekend is here. What yes, are we doing sir. tomorrow at work? Does it matter? On a Friday, on, you're during most Fridays during the year, not in the summer, but are you being berated by me on well, the air for work, four we, hours? We work during the summer as well, Max. Okay, but on Fridays well, you, a lot of... Well, you only work during the... Not on Fridays. We take Fridays off, right? Ooh. Okay, so, so on, uh, during the year... Am I berating you? Do you have to listen to my voice berating you for four hours in the morning on a Friday? Every, every day. Not on a Sunday, brother. Every day. Not on a Sunday. Oh, I just realized Max, it. Max, Max, Max. Jay really time. loves me. Max, time out, he time doesn't out. get to hear me Max, on a Friday, on a, on Max, a Sunday. That's you, what you it is. You act like I listen to anything you actually <laughs> say on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Jack in New York, what you got? All right, so I'm with you guys. Saturday, undisputed number one. But Max. Thank you. Friday night okay. to me is the best time of the week. Yes. Right? Friday night you is. I, I go with that. Yeah. Out in yep. front of you. Mm-hmm. Friday night is the best time of the week. You got the whole weekend out in front of you. So I'm going Friday number two. For me, I get the Sunday night blues every single Sunday. Weekend's over. You got a whole week of work ahead of you. So I'm going I can Saturday accept one, that argument. Friday two, so wait, Sunday wait, wait. three. If, Friday's, if Friday night's the best night of the week, so Friday's the best day. 
No, he's he, he's no, 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 I'm just he's asking. Because no, Saturday is no, 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 Don't read into it. He said Saturday is number one. Friday is number Jay, two. He said Friday night's the best Jay, day. No, Friday night is the best night. But is it, Friday is, day is not the best day. Saturday ooh. has an excellent night also, even if it's not but as he, good as Friday. He didn't talk plus, about, it has all day. He didn't talk about Saturday night with the same passion. He doesn't have to. It's You can infer it from what he said. No, no, no. I don't assume I don't know what they're teaching you at Duke. When you assume, you're making ass out of you. Jay took basketball appreciation at Duke. Hey, layups. What was that from Welcome Back, Cotter, remember? They had the basketball. Washington played basketball, and they say he, so they had him in some easy class. It was like music appreciation. They say, oh, like, do you appreciate this? Like and he says, Mozart yes, class A. class you talked about taking? Yeah, no, that I got, didn't get an A in. <laughs> <laughs> you got to listen to Mozart. Let's not get hysterical. You know, I know, I know it's appreciated and everything, but you got to listen to it. Jose in Brooklyn, what you got? Hey, man, for me, first off, good morning. For me, man, it's Friday. That's my golf day, man. It feels like a, a jailbreak from 5, 6 o'clock. <laughs> he, said, he said Friday's his birthday? for a living, Jose? He said, he said jailbreak. Did he say Friday's his birthday? I'm a manager. Oh, goat day. You're a what? I'm a nice manager for a bunch of recording studios. Uh-huh. And um, after dealing with some crazy temperamental musicians who destroy my rooms and I get that clean, man. Yeah, yeah. Once I hit that Holland Tunnel and I'm on the Jersey side, man, I feel like I just broke out of jail. Jay, I will say this. Jose, do you think Max has potential to to get a deal? Have you heard Max freestyle? Hey, hey, listen, Max, I saw your bullheaded music video, what you did back in the days, man. It was pretty good. That was 25 years ago. Don't forget, more than 25 years ago. I'll get you a deal. I'm your agent. I will say this about Fridays. I think this this point is the strongest one for Fridays. Not so on the one hand, it's the feeling. Hear me. It's the feeling. I flipped it up, Max. The black guy's getting a Jewish guy deal now. How about that? Oh, that's right. How about that? You're gonna rip me off. No. Shut up, Max. That's how we know we've achieved. That's how we know we've achieved. We've achieved. You know, post racial. Jay is gonna manage me and rip me off. So listen. I'm allowed to make that joke because I'm a member of the tribe. I cannot. Listen to me. I cannot. Listen to me. <laughs> Friday night, you get to stay up late and go out. Big party night. You also got paid on Friday, every other Friday, and you have the anticipation of the whole weekend. Does the fact that on Sunday you can't stay out late get, without getting punished, does, does that mean Friday's ahead of Sunday, even though you could sleep in on Sunday and you watch football all day? But it's also I got now on my two days of recovery – from Friday, I get the chance to watch football all day Saturday and football all day Sunday. But that counts for Sunday, not Friday. It, 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 it's fine, but it, it all starts with Friday can as I, the day. Can I ask one person really quick? Katie George, she's in studio. She's about to do first take. Uh, lovely, lovely on air and on TV. Nobody Katie, can even what's hear your, her talk. What's your, I'm going to relay the message, Katie. Jay. Just relax. What's your favorite day of the week? All right, Katie. She's coming over. She's running. Thursday. Oh, what? Thursday? Thursday? What? 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 what is you okay. realize you can what? include the weekends. What? That's what? Okay, Katie. Wait, Katie, you, you can include the weekends. Do you realize that? You can include them. Still Thursday? <laughs> she's coming back. She's coming back. Ask her if she's a because Shonda Rhimes fan. Because that has to be the I'm already mentally into the weekend oh, on Thursday. Oh, no. Max, that, that was a point Max early in the show, yeah, Here's Max. the point. Here's the point. People like anticipation yes. of the thing better than the thing itself. Sunday is the weekend. It's, it's 50% the weekend. of the weekend. He doesn't, like, he doesn't like the answer. <laughs> no, he just, whatever he doesn't like the answer, he just. That's he, right. Shut up, Katie. What do you know? <laughs> wow. Jeez. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Katie's on first take right now. Perf. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.